0: Hollywood hoop dreams aren't only made from magic. They also come in the form of original podcasts from the hoop ball network. So if you're the Lakers zooming out, are you tempted to bring back DeMarcus Cousins in the playoffs? And do you disrupt the dynamic at that point if he's healthy enough to play? Join Ethan JC and the thriving Lakers community around the world to talk about all things Lakers. The Lakers this season has come to expect of this team is consistent winning. That is something we have not been able to say since I've seen Andrew Bynum in a Lakers uniform. The show is available everywhere possible. Are found, and you can follow the show on Twitter at Hoop Lakers. The following is a Hoop Ball presentation. Yo, 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 hey, hi, hello, and welcome to another edition of NBA Today, playoff edition, y'all, that hoop ball presentation. I am your host, Corbin Forge. You can follow me at CorbinNBA, and make sure to check out hoop ball, as I say all the time, hoop-ball.com, and on Twitter, at HoopBallTweets. Fantasy Analysis, all the hoop content you'd ever want or need, team podcasts, great shows like this one. Come on, just saying. Another great day of NBA basketball, day two. Of the NBA playoffs, the other four, uh, other eight teams, other four matchups, and the way they've been doing it, which I've loved on ABC, uh, ESPN, and now TNT, back to back to back to back. So we had uh, four great games, one blowout. Sorry, Oklahoma City, and you know a classic as usual. But let's start with the upset game. Yes, that's right. Number one seed Milwaukee Bucks, number eight seed Orlando Magic. Magic already come into the game injured. Michael Carter Williams isn't playing. He wasn't able to play, a foot injury. Uh, same with Aaron Gordon, who was also able to play. So you sit there and you go, wow, well, Orlando's really not going to get this game right. Or are they going to do the exact same thing that they did last year against the Toronto Raptors in the same position, which is hit the ch- hit the champs, hit the number one seed right in the mouth. Boxing, right? Boom, that's exactly what happens. Exactly what happens. Nikola Vucevic scores a playoff career high of 35 points, Added 14 rebounds on top of that. The Magic stunned the Bucks 122 to 110. To be honest with you, they pretty much had the lead most of the game. Terrence Ross scored 18 points. Gary Clark added 15. DJ Augustine, the steady little vet guard, 11 points, 11 assists for the A C The Magic, who I might add, if you went to bed and if you are check out hoop ball again for the great betting podcast they have. The Magic were 14 point underdogs. 14 point underdogs. They took that, flipped it around, one by by 12. I'm just saying, that's crazy. For the Bucks, Giannis played well, 31 points, 17 rebounds, 7 assists, but he was held without a field goal over the final 11 minutes, only got one point in that fourth quarter, and honestly, he seemed to be getting kind of frustrated as the game went along. He did. Uh, For what it's worth, George Hill and Antetokounmpo said that the Bucks needed some soul-searching and that they were fine, but they needed to make shots. They made 43% from the field. They were 14 of 42 from three-point land. That's that's not that's not great. Um, but Milwaukee had swept the season series against Orlando. Each game they won was by an average of 17 points. So this wasn't uh, hard for them. It's a cakewalk. But they really had a problem with the Magic's defense, which was surprisingly stingy. Repeatedly clogged the lane. It forced on to settle for jump shots, which he missed terribly. The Bucks couldn't find the bucket. And on the other end, the Magic able to go to the to the lane at will. It felt like it felt like the Bucks defense was very porous. And then when, of course, it did tighten up a little bit, it left three-point shooting areas open. And I will come out and say this. I think that not having Michael carter Williams and not having um, Aaron Gordon helped the Magic because now they have to the field lineups that have more adequate three-point shooters on the squad at any one time. So Gary Clark knocking down shots. I already mentioned DJ Augustine. I already mentioned Terrence Ross. All of them being able to cash in on multiple three-pointers. Nikola Vujovic hit five. Evan Fournier, who has had a horrible playoff series. There's more to talk about. I think there's, there's a story behind Evan Fournier not performing in the playoffs. But he had nine points. Three of them were three-pointers. I mean, that that is just what it was. Even Markel Foltz hit one. It was, they were attacking inside. They got that. Then open outside. They got that, too. And that was where the Magic were able to make their, their money. Uh, for the Bucks. aside from Giannis, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. It was really honest, and then if if you want to go up and and, and give yourself uh, George Hill or Eric Bledsoe, you can. George Hill had 16 points on 5 of 9 shooting. Eric Bledsoe had 15 on 5 of 11, but aside from that, not great. Brooke Lopez had 5 points on 2 of 9, didn't hit a 3, and kicked a chair in frustration early in the game. Chris Middleton really didn't come up clutch. 14 points on 4 of 12 shooting, not great Uh, going down the line you know, Pat Connaughton, Wesley Matthews, take your pick, aside from Giannis and possibly George Hill, the Bucks just didn't have it, and and there's something to be said, they've been sluggish in the bubble to begin with, but that type of defensive effort, that lackluster defensive effort against a team that is hungry, and, and wants to take advantage of the, of the spot that they're in, and, which is the AFC, not expected to do much, their backs is already against the wall, the Magic are, are playing for pride, they're playing to try to shock Everybody, and guess what? They got game one against the Bucks. Now, the Bucks may come back, smash them by 50, and and who knows where that goes from there. But the Magic from the jump led most of the game, took a 15 2 run early to build a 51 33 point lead. Milwaukee made several runs, but every time they did, the Magic put the clampers on them. They just put the clampers on them. Bucks went small, tried to space it out. Buccevich feasted. Bucks couldn't take advantage of the other end. That's how it happened. Now, for the Magic, they have to build on this. They do. Because, like I mentioned earlier, last year they did that to the eventual NBA champion Raptors. First game, boom! Granted, it was a lot closer, and D.J. Augustine had hit a clutch three to win the game, but they did it. They they made their impact, and then the Raptors got numbers on them and took over the rest of the way. Now, in terms of injuries, the Magic are expected to get Aaron Gordon from that strange left hamstring closer or sooner than they will Michael Carter-Williams, who has a strained left foot. So there's something to be said there. There's another weapon that they could use to to guard Giannis and, and to be another uh, a spaced big, even though he's not a great shooting big, but another guy out there who can add some athleticism. And honestly, just another NBA playoff competent body. So that's huge, but it is not great. It's just not great for the Bucks. The series zooms Thursday night. you got to see what they do then. All right, ladies and gents, say it with me now. Sports are back, baby. Sports are back, baby. Significant voice I'm trying. What can I say? I've been waiting for this day for a while, since March of really counting. And now that it's here, I've only got two things on my mind, one being the NBA playoffs and why the Lakers aren't just taking care of Portland right now, two being my bookie. My bookie, you want to know what it is? It's a home run. It's a slam dunk. It's a triple overtime game winner all wrapped up into one. I love it. You love it. And that should be all you need to hear to start betting today. My book is up to the minute odds on all your favorite teams. And guess what? It's playoffs right now, y'all. So there's never been a better time to start. With my book, it's easy. You bet, you win, they pay. What's better than that? I don't know. You tell me. All right? Get back to me at CorbinMB on Twitter. Feeling good about your baseball team's chances this year? MLB. Yep, baseball's being played. Be sure to check out my bookie and their World Series future bets. Nothing shows you believe in your squad like betting on them before the season's even begun. I can tell you that. Basketball fan, let me use an example. 2014 through 2018 were some dark years for Laker fans, and yet, I rode with my team all the way through. Rode with them all the way through. Free agency, when we went from going for Carmelo Anthony going to Greg Monroe. During the season, we're playing guys like Vander Blue, like Robert Sacre, alright? we looking at Wesley Johnson and Nick Young to give us some heavy crunch time scoring. I've been through those days. That's riding with your squad, y'all. That is what it is, but I digress. Also, why stop a basketball? Because guess what? Smart brothers are always looking forward to the future. And in this case, that means hockey and football. And guess what? Online too. There's never been a better time to start exploring the world of sports betting. There really hasn't. Join today in my book, You'll positive Deposit 100%. Plus, they will toss you, and get this, they will toss you a free $10 MLB future wager. A free. Free $10. Pretty nice. All you got to do is enter promo code HOOPBALL when signing up. Again, that's promo code hoop ball. H O O P B A L L. Hoop ball when signing up. Remember, and my bookie the terms are pretty simple. You bet, you win, they pay. Doesn't get much easier than that, y'all. I'm not gonna lie to you, folks. I feel bad for the Indiana Pacers. They played hard. They scrapped. Suffered a big loss of Victor Oladipo. First to the knee, a little injury there. Then he got poked in the eye so bad and nearly swole up. And he was sent to the hospital to get that checked on. So, you know, we hope that that he's okay and everything's fine there. But they still soldiered on. Got a great game from T.J. Warren. 22 points on four or five from three. 50% shooting overall. They went and got 22 points from Malcolm Brogdon, who played well and and, and did all of that in addition to adding 10 assists as well. And you had Miles Turner, who... While he definitely could have given you more, only 9 points, seven. he also had 9 rebounds, got a couple blocks, he was doing his thing. I mean, they were trying. They were trying here. And guess what? They lost because a certain dude, who charges 20 bucks for a cup of coffee, decided to hit a three-pointer, not one, but two, late in the fourth quarter. Hadn't hit a three-pointer since March, y'all. Since March. And I'm I'm saying March the 2nd. So, every game from March the 2nd through the stoppage. And then once the season resumed in the bubble, up to now is when he decides to hit two big threes. Scored 14 of his 28 points in the fourth. Goran Dragic scored 10 of his 24 in the fourth. The Heat pulled away with that. Alongside Bam out of bylighting 17 points, 10 rebounds, and 6 assists. But this was... This was a good and even matchup between the four and five seeds. This was this was a close close matchup between the two. You saw the strengths, saw the weaknesses. Indiana had played well again. They they were, they were they were they were fighting throughout. I mean, it just it just didn't work like that. It just didn't work for Indiana the way they wanted it to. They Miami opened up a 72-62 point lead midway through the third quarter, and the Pacers came and knocked it all the way back down to an 81-80 deficit. But down the stretch, it was too much from Miami. Tyler Hero played very well for his first playoff game. 15 points on 5 of 9 shooting, three rebounds, four assists as well. Good game from Hero. Good game for him. Uh, another guy who had a nice throwback alley dunk was the ageless Andrew Gudala and the reason he's ageless is because he's always 38. <laughs> I'm just kidding, you know. But but he 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 contributed jay crowder eight points two threes kind of what you need duncan robinson was held mostly in check i like the way the indiana had guys chasing after after him the entire time making things tough for him all around he wasn't able to get as free as he would have liked for his shots and that was because edmund summer did a great job of staying attached to him lock and trail uh, a decent job there uh, Aaron Holiday did the exact same thing. They, they made it tough. Justin Holiday did a good job. And, 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 and by the way, we're going to the Pacers now. Jakar Sampson played well. Justin Holiday, 3 of 3 from deep, 11 points. Jakar Sampson 10 points, couple boards. You know, that, that's what you got from the Pacers team. But that was really it. I mean, you have four guys in double digits. Again, Malcolm Brogdon, TJ Warren. Then you had Justin Holiday with 11. Jakar Sampson with 10. And that's all that they wrote. So maybe looking forward, you want to get some some continued offensive production from players that haven't provided that in in the past. Because with Victor Oladipo, if he's out for a while, that's that's a major blow to the Pacers. Not one that they can't overcome, at least against the Heat possibly, but that's a big deal. More pressure on guys that are good offensive weapons but can be taken out more easily. TJ Warren just becoming, this is the second year of him becoming more of a a go-to scorer, a featured scorer in that way. And while he played well, 37 big minutes, you know, you can you can bet that the Miami Heat are going to focus their defensive attention more on him in the future. As far as the Heat's concerned, great play. Jimmy Butler down the stretch was awesome. Goran Dragic, I was even more impressed with. He looks spry again, you know, not the 35-year-old that we know, but someone who was, you know, knocking down shots and able to get to the rim and, and you know, 9-19 from the field. He played well. He played really well. And I think that those, those two really overcame um, uh, some early struggles for Miami. It was a nip and tuck game. They pulled it together, but those two paced the attack. One thing I thought was interesting, Kendrick Nunn, um, almost if you ask him, you're your rookie of the year, didn't get a single minute of playoff action in this one. Interesting. But, you know, just some random thoughts there. As it was, Pacers can really only hope for the help of, Ol- uh, help of Oladipo, the help and the health of Oladipo. Um, He will be monitored over the next few days, so we'll have to see how that works. Speaking of health, Derek Jones Jr., he had sustained a nasty uh, neck injury on Friday. It looked serious, but he was cleared to play, and he played 13 minutes, had six points, did did pretty decent there. Um, And now we have to wait and see. These two teams will play in a couple days and, and see... First, the health of Oladipo. Second, if he's not playing, what the paces will do to overcome that. And third, how Miami starts off next game and whether they are able to free Duncan Robinson down the stretch because, like I said, he was held in check. These are the factors that I'm looking at between the matchup of these two in a couple days. Support for Hootball is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the belt grooming. They obsess over their technology developments to give you the best tools needed for your grooming experience. Now, listen. I don't really have a funny manscaping story. My, my, my funny stories aren't funny. They're more tragedies, and I want to spare you all of that. It's not a tragic show. It's NBA Today. We love the NBA, right? We're excited about it. So I'm going to let that go. But I will tell you that if you have had a quote-unquote funny manscaping story, this is exactly why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months, a year and some change, perfecting the greatest hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved lawn mower 3.0 that was my dun 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 it failed okay anyways back to the lawn mower 3.0 their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce manscaping accidents thanks to manscaped's advanced skin safe technology when i tell you this premium y'all i mean this is premium the battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave the water resistant technology allows you to groom in the shower and one of the coolest features is the led light which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with a quiet stroke technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. If you're listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code BRUWSKI at manscaped.com. Again, that is 20% off plus that oh-so-good free shipping with the code Brewski at manscaped.com. B-R-U-S-K-I if you want me to spell it for you. B-R-U-S-K-I Brewski. That's 20% off and free shipping at Manscaped.com. And please, don't forget to use the code Brewski. Thunder Rockets. Y'all, I'm not going to lie. I was expecting this to be one of the more competitive series in the playoffs in general. Two close teams. Their their, their point guards were traded literally for each other in the offseason. Chris Paul obviously going to Oklahoma City. Russell Westbrook going to the Rockets. Russell Westbrook didn't play this game. He's played his previous 11 years with the Thunder as we all know, but he was out with a squad injury that they're checking day by day. Uh, Mike Dantoni said, "Don't rule him out, but don't rule him in, so <laughs> do with that information what you will." But bottom line, he wasn't available today, and it didn't matter for the Rockets because they just steamrolled, steamrolled past Oklahoma City Thunder, 123 to 108. Wasn't even hard. James Harden had 37 points and 11 rebounds. Jeff Green played very well added 22 points. Eric Gordon came up with the spark added 21. Rockets got 42 points from their bench, made 23-pointers, shot 48% from the field. It was just unsustainable for the Thunder. They just couldn't match the firepower. For the Thunder, Danilo Gallinari had 29 points as a match of playoff career high for him. Chris Paul almost had a darn near triple-double, 20 points, 10 rebounds, just one assist shy. Steven Adams added 17 points, had 12 rebounds, two double-double. But I mean, from the jump, it was nip and tuck until late in the third quarter. Heading into halftime. Air Gordon had 16 points and Harden had 15 already. And, and it was pretty much a uh, devastating kind of below at that point, 68-52. But the Thunder were still in play. They kind of kept cutting back, cutting back. At one point in the third quarter, they cut the deficit to 10. But then the Rockets pulled away, went to the fourth, up 104-90-83. And then really it was just sustaining that lead over a Thunder team that has been known to come back and rally many times over the year. Um, the Thunder did say they need to adjust the Houston zone. It was different. Switching everything kind of threw people off. Chris Paul loves to go on switches and get the advantage, but if you're playing like-signed guys with similar quickness and already knowing where Chris Paul wants to go in a certain way, how do you take advantage of that? It's harder for them. So, you know, Chris Paul's going to try to figure that out. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how that that goes. The Rockets held the Thunder 30 30 shooting in the first quarter. That helped big time. Um, it, it was just it was just rough for them. It was just rough for them. And and I can't say Jeff Green was amazing. When Jeff Green was on the floor, the Rockets outscored the Thunder by 28 points. He was taking people off the dribble. He was knocking down three-pointers. This Jeff Green looked like the tantalizing Jeff Green that every team in the last eight years thought they were getting when they traded for Jeff Green. The key is to know that it comes in flashes, y'all. It comes in flashes. But when it comes, oh boy, when it comes. 22 points, like I said, 8 of 12. 3 of 7 from from 3. Attacking Had a nice behind-the-back finish. 6 6 rebounds. Four assists. He did a little bit of everything playing this small ball big role for Houston. that unlocked so much. Aside from that, Ben McLemore played very well, knocked down four threes, had 14 points. I gotta remind y'all, I gotta remind y'all featured scorer Austin Rivers played 18 minutes and guess what? Guess what, y'all? Guess what? He scored four points. That's right, y'all. Featured scorer Austin Rivers scored four points. His point total has just steadily decreased ever since he scored that 41. I just want to make that known. I don't hate the man. But I'm just saying, put put your money where your mouth is. You a featured scorer? You have the opportunity. Russell Westbrook's out. Show it. He didn't. Just saying. That's all. I'm moving on. Aside from that, you know they have a, a short rotation, Houston. So it's not a whole lot to talk about. Daniel House had nine points. Robert Covington had three, knocked down one big three when he did. But aside from that, he was one of five from out there. But you know he collected some boards, collected some blocks. He had a couple steals. He had to do a lot on the defensive end, so that's to be expected. For Oklahoma City. Eh, I kind of mentioned uh, the guys who actually did something for them. Chris Paul, already said that. Danilo Gallinari, Stephen Adams, Dennis Schroder had a very quiet six points on three of twelve shooting, oh five from three. Terrence Ferguson played decent, six points, two threes. I mean he's going to give you what he's going to give you. He, he he played decent in defense in the sense that he made two shots. His primary defensive assignment was Harden, so obviously that's enough right there. <laughs> one rebound, one assist. That's all he added to there. So now that I think about it, I kind of talk myself out of it. He didn't do that great. Okay? Just saying. New Orleans and well, seven minutes. Kind of it was a matchup. Hamadou Diallo. They just didn't really get a lot. Darius Baisley hit some big threes and had nine rebounds. And some of it was when the game was still manageable, but most of it wasn't. So not a whole lot to take away from there. Bottom line, the Thunder just didn't have the juice they need to come away with the win tonight. And that's why they didn't come away with the win tonight. <laughs> They have to reevaluate, see what happens. It's still going to be a very, very close game. This is by no means decided, so, you know, you can expect the Thunder to come back with an adjustment. Maybe the Rockets don't knock down as many threes as they did. You know what to make or miss league, and you know how the Rockets come and go with that. So, it, it will be interesting. Alright, so, now we got to go to the game I was really, 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 really trying to avoid. And that's the Lakers versus Blazers. Number one seed Lakers, eighth seed Portland Trail Blazers. And the Blazers became the eighth, eighth, second eighth seeded team today to win a game over the number one. Shocking the Lakers. I repeat, shocking. I don't care what y'all say. Shocking the Lakers, 101-93. to And, you know, it, it just came down to Lillard playing well. Lakers, as you hoped, they wouldn't. Oh, 193. My mistake, by the way. But it just came to Lillard playing well, you know, sparking a rally. McCollum playing well. The Lakers looked woefully match. even though LeBron had a 2015-15 game. That's insane. Made history. Only guy in the postseason be doing one of those numbers, and they still lost for two main reasons. One, they couldn't knock down a three. I mean, they were ice cold from three. Two, Anthony Davis, a big matchup killer potentially in this between the Lakers and the Blazers, went 8 for 24 from the field, was a minus 20 in 39 minutes now, I can't say this enough, the Lakers were ice cold from 3 5 for 32, that is a huge part of the problem, but if is going to shoot those kind of numbers, getting to the free throw line, even as much as he did, a good 17 18 times, that's still not going to be enough, it just isn't the Lakers are ice cold and, and and for the Blazers right now they're hot, they've been playing like this for about 2 weeks y'all They came into this knowing what they had to do, and they were doing what they had to do, which is play tough defense. (laughs) I'm kidding. I was kidding about that. They played surprisingly stingy defense today. Um, Hassan Whiteside made such an impact on the defensive end. He has those games where he comes. He has those games where he goes on that side, but but tonight, he he definitely did his part. He had 7 points, 8 rebounds, a whopping 5 blocks. Speaking of block party. Uh, you know, you had, uh, Lillard had one, Wayman Gabriel had one, uh, Carmelo had one, that was really it, but he made a key impact there. You also had two guys in double-digit rebounds, and that was, uh, uh um, Nurkic and Mello with Hassan Whiteside very close, with his eight that I mentioned. They were paced, of course, by Damian Lillard, who, although he shot 42% from the field, 46% from three. He played well on one side, C.J. McCollum with 21 on the other side. Both of them just ran the Lakers' guards ragged, who we already knew couldn't stay with them, but the the, the, the idea was, okay, well, they can't defend LeBron or, Carmel or, or Anthony Davis. And LeBron did his part. He could have shot a better percentage, I guess. You know, one of five from three isn't great. Four of seven from the free throw line isn't great either. But 23 points, 17 rebounds, 16 assists, you're not stopping that. Danny Green hit a three. Then he went and hit another. In between that, he missed six, two of eight from three. That's not great. And that's sad because he's really going to be relied upon as a defensive matchup on these guys. So he needs to be on the floor at some point. But it didn't even matter because he wasn't the only one ice cold from three. Kuzma, 14 points but on 14 shots, one of five from three. Anthony Davis shot five threes. You want to know how much he made? Exactly. None. Marquise Morris, he made one, and that's great. But Alex Cruz went 0 for 3 from 3. And guess what? If you're you're playmaking underrated, he has moments. He's still a dogged defender, but he's just too slow for Lillard. And if he's not adding value in the offensive end, specifically in spacing the floor, then you have a congested Lakers lineup that relies on bigs like JaVale McGee, like Dwight Howard, like Marquise Morris, around LeBron, around AD, who are already bigs, and you don't have the space needed when you penetrate to rely on outside shooting. The Lakers are ice cold at a horrible time right now. At a horrible time. You can't make this up. This is bad. It's been sustained. Now, maybe they can snap out of this. It's possible. You know, maybe they wake up from their doldrums right now and go, wait a second, y'all. Like, we're number one. We can't have them. We got hit in the mouth right now. Okay, that happens. And let's strike back and finish strong. Let's hope that that happens. But right now, I'd be very worried. Because you're saying that you didn't win the AD-LeBron matchup, despite LeBron's plays. You didn't win that. And... You also conceded what we already knew would be a disadvantage to you, which is leaving um, Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum able to do whatever they wanted. That's rough. They were held to ninety-three points. Now, I wouldn't expect them to hold AD to eight to twenty four every game. He's gonna get his and when he does he's gonna feast. And I expect this to be a series, I expect them to, to blow through this, but this is crazy. Also, a little bit of trivia. This is the first time since January 7th that a Blazers opponent didn't score 100 points thanks to Anthony Slater on Twitter for that one. 37 games. I mean, that means you could wake up against Portland and already start... Portland will spot you 101 points. That's horrific for the Lakers' offense they couldn't conjure that up. Against Portland's defense, I might add. Portland's defense. Horrible. Down to the wire, 120-point games against a depleted Grizzlies team. Against the Brooklyn Nets. Who, aside from Castlevert, didn't have a focal point, like, 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 come on, I'm not trying to trip here, I'm also not trying to let my inner Laker fandom spin into uh, paranoia, which it is want to do, but LA needs to shape up fast, defensively, I trust them to try to find a way to mitigate Lilith's impact, or at least, you know, force him into situations that he's not comfortable taking, but offensively, Lakers need to get it together. Because they had had a little of what, what he got, which was 34, and still managed to put up the points that they do. They would have won this by 7, 8, 9 points. Relatively easily, in my opinion. But they didn't. And and that's why they're down 1-0. But honestly, I mean, listen, y'all. This was a fun game of hoops. I hate to end on a pressing note, and I'm not going to. You know how? I'm going to look forward to tomorrow's games. Or today's games when you're listening to this. Got, a tri- got four games. Brooklyn Nets versus Toronto Raptors. One of those games we knew was going to be on NBA TV. And guess what? <laughs> that is the game. The Nets versus Raptors. Catch it on NBA TV at 1.30 p.m. Eastern. Right after that, the next three games are on TNT. You have the Jazz versus the Nuggets. Boom. The 76ers the Celtics. Boom. And then the Clippers versus the Mavs. All game twos. All going to be interesting to watch. All are pretty much much C. And guess what? You might as well check out NBA TV if you have a league pack. Because it comes with it if you have the package. So... Another great game of another great day of hoops passed today. Another great day of hoops we look forward to tomorrow. Well, this morning I really got to get it together, y'all. I'm tired, and this Lakers loss has hit me hard, as you can tell. But listen, just got to plug one more time. Check out Manscaped. Check out my bookie. Check out Hoop Ball, and finally, check me out, y'all. Check me out at Corbin NBA. All right, it's been another great episode of NBA today. I appreciate y'all taking the time to listen to me. Please hit me up on Twitter. I love to talk hoops. Let's make that happen. Let's start a conversation. Let's see where it goes, all right? Until then, y'all stay frosty. I'll see y'all tomorrow. All right, y'all.